Psalms 115, verse 14. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Uh, I was reading uh, something by uh, Brother Copeland's ministry, and they quoted a Jewish commentator named Ibn Ezra, and he says this, the word blessing in the Hebrew means increase and abundance. When God said, remember in Genesis 12, he says, I will bless those that bless you and I'll curse those that curse you. In other words, they won't be allowed to that same increase if they set themselves against you. But I'll bless you. And what does that tell us? That we are, the New Testament tells us that we are blessed with faithful Abraham. That means you are already in the eyes of God blessed, increased, and with abundance. Ephesians 1.3 says that I've already blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. In other words, he says I've already increased you and given you abundance with everything. Every spiritual increase, every spiritual abundance which we know manifests in the flesh. It manifests in the physical. You're not waiting on one. You already have it. You're already increased. Say it with me. Say I'm already increased by God. If I'm in his family, I'm blessed. I'm increased. I'm abounding. Amen. That's who you are. You going to receive it? Are you going to stay right there where you've been? You're going to increase. This is your year of increase. Hallelujah. Amen. He said the word blessing means increase and abundance, whereas the closest definition of curse is decrease and loss. So blessing is increase and abundance, and curse is decrease and loss. And God says, I want you to choose the fullness of life that I've given you. Choose that life. Choose that life. Choose that life. Choose that blessing. Choose that blessing. Hear me. Choose the blessing. The kingdom is an on-demand system, an expectation, a hope. Choose the blessing. Choose the blessing. Choose it. Anybody choosing it? I'm trying to determine by your volume if you're choosing it or not. I'm not sure. Are you in expectation? Are you choosing it? Now that sounds like it. I was wondering for a while because, see, when you start to know something, it comes out of you. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you're truly excited about the blessing, you're not going to be able to stop it coming out of your mouth. Are you choosing today? Hallelujah. Are you receiving? Are you expecting the increase? Is this your year of increase? Then you'll have it. Oh, no. Then you'll have it. Then you'll have it. Let it become a reality to you. Let it become a reality. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's your year of increase. Each person, take it for yourself. Just close your eyes for a second. Just say, Lord, I receive your increase. Yeah, I receive your increase. I receive your blessing. I receive your abundance. Yeah, just start receiving right now. Thank you, Father. We have the spirit of increase. We have the spirit of increase. 
Glory to God. You're receiving right now. Well, I can't feel it. I didn't never said you were going to feel it. I said you're going to receive it. It's a spiritual thing. Hallelujah. You receive by faith, not by feelings. You receive by faith, not by feelings. Oh, yeah. I don't have to feel it. I just believe on it. Lord, I believe you. You want to increase me more and more. Hallelujah. You ain't seen nothing yet. Everything that you've seen is something you could ask or think. He says, I want to do far more exceedingly above, further, beyond, overwhelmingly beyond all you can ask or think. Woo! We ain't seen nothing yet. We're just starting. Just got to first grade in our increase. Some of you have had some good increase compared to the world, but it, it ain't nothing compared to how big God is. Ain't nothing. We're just now getting going. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm just now getting going. Tell your other neighbor, I'm just now getting going. It's my year of increase. Yeah. How do you, how do you receive? Joy. Joy. Say something about it. When you start to realize how much you're, you're walking in God's things, joy comes. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Joy of the Lord is my strength. He gives you all things richly to enjoy. You get to the place of joy, you can receive richly all things. They're connected. <laughs> Holy Spirit service starting early. Holy Spirit service starting early. Glory. You know, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of increase. The spirit of increase. A couple of things about the spirit of God. How does God manifest his power today on the earth? Which, which part of the Lord is manifesting the power on the earth? The Holy Spirit, that's his power. That's his power, that's his hand. The Holy Spirit is, is that hand of the Lord moving in power, right? The spirit of God is letting on by a wind by the oil represented as a symbol, by the wind, by the oil. I was wondering where you were going, Johnny. Thank you for that. Hey, glory. Yeah, increase. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit's represented by wind, fresh breath of God, the breath, the breath of God, represented by the oil of God, the oil of God. I'm thinking right now about the, the, um, the ten virgins with the lamps. Five had oil, five didn't. The oil of God. The oil of God. Five were flowing in the Holy Ghost, five weren't. Some were ready for him when he returned, some weren't. Which ones were ready? The ones with the oil. The ones flowing in the Spirit. Amen. He empowers our light, our revelation. What else is the Spirit represented by? The water. Amen. The water of God. The river of God. Increased. Somebody else better be ready to dismiss this afternoon. Thank you, Lord. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the river of God. 
I want to talk to you about the river. We had a physical river that represented the river of God in the Old Testament, the Jordan River, right? The river of God, let me tell you, it does three things. The river of God judges, promotes, and blesses. The river of God judges, promotes, and blesses. I want you to think that river represents the flow of the Holy Ghost. The flow of the Holy Ghost. Increase! The river of God. It judges, it promotes, and it blesses. How does it judge? Do you remember when Israel was trying to go across and go into the promised land? They never crossed that river and went into the promised land until all that had been in bondage and got that bondage thinking out of them had passed away in the desert. That river stood as a judgment against them until you cross the river, until you cross into the baptism of the Spirit, until you cross, in other words, into the body of Christ. You, I'm not talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about baptism into the body. You've got to cross that river to get into your promised land. You have to receive Jesus Christ. But here what happened, Israel went up, they sent the spies, the spies came back, ten of them had a bad report, two of them had a good report. What were the names of the spies that had a good report and faith? Joshua and Caleb. What were the names of the other ten spies? That's right. They were judged at the river. They didn't cross. You don't know their names. You know why? Because when they got to the river, they didn't cross it with faith. They didn't enter into the promised land. They didn't interact with the river. They stayed on this side. They saw the river and they backed up. You also see that the same kind of judgment came with Gideon. Gideon was one of the judges of Israel. And he had uh, like 30,000 men, somewhere around there, a whole bunch. And, uh, but they were going up against 300,000, or was it 100,000? 100,000 men. And he, and he had like 30,000. God said, that's too many. Eventually he tells them this. He says, he says, go. He says in Judges 7, verse 5 and 6. He says, so he brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, you shall separate everyone who laps the water, water with his tongue as a dog laps, as well as everyone who kneels to drink. Now the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was 300 men, but all the rest of the people kneeled to drink water. The river judged them. If you show you a picture of what this looked like, basically it looked like this. They went down and... Ha and all of them, they had about 10,000 men left, something like that, going up against a huge army and hundreds of over 100,000. And all of a sudden he says, that's still too many people. Take them to the river. The river judged who interacted with the river properly. Who drank from the river the right way? Did they drink right? Did they drink wrong? The interaction with the Holy Ghost judges people and it either sets them on their way or it promotes them and blesses them. How do we interact with the spirit of increase? 
increase. And they went, and some of the men went like this, and they just went with all abandoned, and they drank the water and put their head down at the water. But then you had the other men, the 300, and they kept their head up, and they grabbed the water like this in their hand, and they lapped it like a dog like that and drank the water like this. They were, they were there. They were, on, they were on a task. They had their, what we called in the military their head on a swivel. They were sitting there. The Lord said the ones that kneeled and lapped the water like a dog and they kept the watch out. Take those men, those 300 mighty men. But let me tell you this one statement. How they interacted with the river set them apart for greatness or not. How they interacted with the flow of God, with the Spirit of God, set them apart for greatness. We know about the story of those 300 men because of how they interacted with the Spirit of increase, how they interacted with the river. This is a type and shadow of how we interact today. You'll be known and set apart how you interact with the Spirit of God, with the anointing of God. We have the Spirit of increase. Increase is in the Holy Ghost. But how we interact, do we get into an anointed service, somebody's getting the joy of the Lord, and that turns us off? Or do we keep on? Do we stay there? We, we, we're watching. We're receiving. We're getting everything. And we're doing this for the purpose of God, not just sticking our head, not just for us. It's for him. It's for him. Lord, I'm interacting with you right. I'm inter interacting with you the way I need to. I'm receiving of the life-giving water. I'm receiving of you, but I'm not just here for myself. I'm interacting with the river of God, the spirit of increase. It's not just for me. It's for everybody. Increase. <laughs> increase see many people they'll see a flow of the spirit and there's been so many churches in America that have not been drinking from the river of the spirit of God when they see it they don't even know what to do with it it looks weird to the people of God when it should be normal it should be normal uh, hey, my fleshly mind, it looked foolishness too. But I sense the anointing. I sense the spirit of God. I sense that there's a flow of the anointing, a spirit of increase, the Holy Ghost flowing. And I sense, I don't know what I need, but I know God needs it, that God needs me to need it. He needs me to need him. He needs me to walk in it. And I don't know, but Lord, I trust you. I yield myself to you. And Lord, I yield myself to your order. You know, the flow of the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit was poured out. And as he was poured out, it, there was, it looked so crazy. There were still people, even before they had preaching against the flow of the Spirit, there were still mock, mockers mocking it. It looked like foolishness to them. But yet 3,000 people came into the kingdom that day. 3,000 people came into the kingdom that day. And the Holy Ghost was poured out like a mighty rushing wind with a flame of fire empowering them to be witnesses because they knew how to partake from the river of God. There'll be people that mock. The Bible tells us that. There'll be people that think it's foolish. The Bible tells us that. But it's the foolishness of preaching. What's going to look weird to our fleshly mind, yet inside we know the Holy Ghost is on it. 
I'll give you, you know, one day we were here, it wasn't long after we were here, and I was, I was preaching, and the Lord told me to pray in the Holy Spirit, and so I prayed in the Holy Spirit out loud. All of a sudden, we had a guest that day sitting right back there, and uh, a lady, all of a sudden, as soon as I prayed in the Holy Ghost, she grabbed her stuff and literally like ran to the door, right? Went and got her kids, and she was out. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And, and, you know, in humility, it'd be good to stop. If you don't understand something, just ask questions. There's reasons. There's reasons. See, that's what humility does. Humility examines all things. It examines the scriptures for yourself like the Bereans did in Acts 17, 11. Humility and hunger will go after God. It won't just stop. Don't you know, don't you know, let, let me say this. So anyway, that lady, uh, she left out. Later that day, we had two miracles in the service. She missed them. She missed the power of God because when she came up to the river, she wasn't prepared. Maybe she'd heard about you know, how bad it was, you know, people, you know, Holy Ghost churches and stuff like that, people flowing in the river and in the anointing. I don't know what she's heard. But hunger and humility says, look, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to get in the word for myself. I'm not, you're not going to stand in front of God with your preacher at your side and be judged on that day. It's going to be you and him. You better know the word for yourself. Be hungry. Be humble. You know? And so anyway, let me show you this. If you, let me just show you this in this circle. Right here in this circle. Let's pretend that in this circle is everything you know. Now, God exists in what you know, but here's the question. Is that the only place God exists? Oh, no. God exists way beyond your circle. He's infinite. He's everlasting. Even when you get to the place that you can ask or think, he still has that verse in there that says, I still want to give you more than you can ask or think. I want to increase you beyond that. And so what I want you to see is that circle that you know, right? That circle that you know, yeah, God's there. And you've experienced God in what you know. But he, isn't he always loving us? Isn't he always drawing us to himself? That means he's going to draw you beyond your circle. He's going to increase that circle of what you know. But let me just tell you that this circle also represents your comfort level because you're only comfortable with what you know. That means God, if he's drawing you to his, his self, he's always expanding you to uh, bigger and bigger. He's always drawing you outside of your comfort. Yeah. How can he not if he loves you and he's drawing you to grow and increase to himself? How can he not pull you outside of your comfort zone? It's going to happen. That's why it's so wrong to get into a place and a church that you're comfortable with. Oh, you ought to run from such a place. Get in a place that stretches you. Get in a place where the anointing's flowing, where the miracles of God. Just like that lady that one day, you know, she thought she was right enough to run. She was scared from those tongues. All I did was pray in tongues. I didn't even have the joy break out. It was just praying in tongues. And she ran from it. She was scared because she didn't know that was beyond her comfort zone. But she missed the miracle. How many people miss the miracle because they don't know how to interact with the river of God, with the Holy Spirit? Do you think God wants to do? Is God supernatural or is he just as natural as you and me? 
He's supernatural. He's heavenly. He's holy. He's godly. It's not the same. He wants to take you to those places. He wants you to be a partaker of his divine nature. He wants you to walk in his increase. He wants you to walk higher. He wants you to go places with him. But you're not going to go places with him if you don't stretch beyond your comfort zone. If you don't get in a place that's growing. May this church never stop growing. May this church never stop increasing. May I never stop growing. May you never stop growing with me. But we increase in the things of God. We hunger for his things. He's a God of increase. He is the spirit of increase. The river judges. It judged Israel. It judged those men left behind with Gideon. And then you know the story. You know the story. Gideon went on with those 300 men and with the hand of the Lord defeated that huge army that could not be beat. But Gideon did it with 300 men that knew how to interact with the river. The river promotes. Let's turn to 2 Kings 2 and verse 6. 2 Kings 2. The river promotes. Y'all know the story of Elijah and Elisha. And here's Elijah, the prophet, the man of God in the land. He comes to Elisha who was doing work for his for his physical father's house. Elijah throws the mantle over Elisha. Elisha says he leaves what he's doing. He doesn't ever go back. Matter of fact, he burns all the old stuff just so it won't have attachments and he won't be tempted to come back. He burns it all. He offers all of basically, he takes his old life, gives it in an offering to God. Lord, I'm moving on with Elijah from this day forward. I will never return. Well, we know that when it comes time for Elijah to go to heaven, what do they do? They come up to the river. They come up to the river. In uh, 2 Kings 2 and verse 6, Then Elijah said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Verse 7, Now fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Let me just throw out something here. Those prophets, do you know what those prophets told Elisha? They were the sons of the prophets. They knew what was getting ready to happen. What were they telling Elisha? Your master is going to leave today. These, these prophets could see what was about to happen. But only one of them knew what right thing to do at the river. Hang on to the coattails of the man of God. Hang on to the connection that God has made. Hang on to the connection. It amazes me that all those other prophets knew that Elijah was leaving that day. But watch this. What are their names? We don't know. Why? Because at the river they were judged. At the river, one of them said, I will not leave you. 
I know what to do. I'll stay in my place. I'll stay connected. And I'm connected to my man of God, and I will not let you go. As long as you're here on the earth, I am not going to let you go. I'm holding on to your coattails. I'm holding on to your mantle. I'm holding on to the anointing in my life. And they came to the river. Elijah took his mantle and folded it together and struck the waters, and they were divided here and there, so the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Whoo! Ho! A person that's walking with God knows how to work with the Holy Ghost to get where God wants them to go. A person walking with God knows how to walk with the Holy Ghost to get where God wants them to go. Verse 9, when they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I shall do for you before I'm taken from you. And Elijah said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He said, you've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. As they were going along and talking, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire which separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. Elisha saw it and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And he saw Elijah no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. Let me just show you something. Did Elijah have a physical father? Yes. He wasn't talking about his physical father here. His spiritual father had truly become his father. Out of the heart, the mouth spoke. He was connected. He was planted. He was connected. He was planted, watch this, in the anointing in the spirit of increase that God had directed him in his life. He was connected and he was planted in the spirit of increase, in the man of God. Truly, Elijah had become Elisha's father. My father, my father. I've, to, I've, I've found this to be so. In many years now of ministry, I've found this to be so. Many people are not connected to who God wants them to be and to be connected to. They don't know who the, that's, those spiritual fathers are. The New Testament says there's many voices in the world. Many voices, but you have not many fathers. There are many voices, many people listening to all kinds of stuff, and it can be good stuff. But there are certain people God has connected you to and planted you with, and you need to find out who those people are, and you need to hold on like Elisha held on to Elijah and walk with him through the waters. Verse 13, he also took up the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and returned and stood by the bank of the Jordan. What's going to happen now? Now I'm at this place. What's going to happen now? Is God with me? Is the Spirit of the Lord with me and on me and going to flow through me in a double portion? Let's find out. Woo. And he took the mantle of Elijah, say this, at the river, at the river. that judges, judges. Or, promotes. or promotes. 
or bless us at the river in the anointing of God, in the spirit of increase. He knew how to interact with the river. He knew how to receive and move and flow with the river of God. And he takes the mantle of Elijah that's now his that fell from him and he struck the waters and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he also struck the waters, they were divided here and there and Elijah crossed over, promoted as he came through the river, promoted as he came through the anointing, promoted as he walked with the spirit of increase. Joshua chapter 3, verse 7. Say this again. The river promotes. Now the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel. I want you to see this. The Lord promoted him in front of people. The Lord desires to do that. I believe it's Psalms 126 that says, In those days we will be like those who dream, whose mouth was filled with laughter. We were filled with laughter and joy. Then it goes on to say this. It talks about the world, the heathen. The heathen will say of them, The Lord has done great things for them. God wants to distinguish you. God wants to make you stand out. God wants to promote you, even in the eyes of the world. He wants to set you apart. He wants you to look different. He wants you to walk in the power of God. He wants you to walk in the anointing of God. He wants you to walk in increase. He wants you to walk as the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. He wants you distinguished. He wants you in increase. He wants to promote you. I'll begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel that they may know that just as I've been with Moses, I will be with you. Verse 8, you shall moreover command the priests who are carrying the Ark of the Covenant saying, when you come to the edge of the waters of Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. Verse 11, behold, the Ark of the Covenant of all the earth is crossing over ahead of you into the Jordan. Verse 13, it shall come about when the soles of the feet of the priest who carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, rest in the waters of Jordan. The waters of the Jordan will be cut off and the waters which are flowing down from above will stand in one heap. So when the people set out from their tents to cross the Jordan with the priest, carrying the ark of the covenant before the people. And when those who carried the ark came into the Jordan and the feet of the priest carrying the ark were dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks all the days of the harvest. Hear that? This is the year of increase. These are the days of the harvest. We don't have a trickle running through. God's, God's pouring out the former and the latter rain. He's pouring out the overflow of the river of God. It's a year of increase. It's time for an awakening. It's time for the people of God to be in the days of harvest. It's time for the people of God to be in the increase, to be distinguished, to be set apart, to be in an overflow, to be in a harvest season. That's what it's time for. 
It's time for the great harvest of the ages, not only in souls, but in every increase, every promotion that God has for you. It's time to walk in it. It's time to walk in it. Verse 16, the waters which were flowing down from above stood and rose up in one heap, say promotion. So the people crossed opposite Jericho, and the priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan while all Israel crossed on dry ground until all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan. At the river, you're either judged or promoted and blessed. At the river, in the anointing of God, how do you interact with the anointing? Some people may see and, and, and look at her this morning and say, golly, what is she doing? She's disrupting that service. No, she's interacting with the river. She's interacting with the anointing of God. She said, all right, Lord, you want to pour out joy on me while everybody else is sitting there still? I'll receive the joy. I'll receive the joy of the Lord. You're the spirit of joy. You want us to abound in joy by the Holy Ghost. Lord, I'll receive that. I want to interact with the river. I want to have a flow. I want the river to respond. I need your anointing to respond when I pray. I need your anointing to be in my life and flow. I need your anointing to give me passage. I need your anointing to empower me. I need your anointing in the spirit of increase. God has that for every child. Every child of God can interact with the spirit of increase. There's not one that's held back. You don't have to be a pastor to interact with the anointing of God. You just got to have a hungry and humble heart and say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Lord, I want to I drink of your anointing. You know, when that anointing's poured out, even right now as the anointing is coming out in words and hitting your ears, but it's not just hitting your ears. It's hitting the spirit man's ears. It's, it's words and an impartation of the spirit. How are you interacting with that anointing? Are you sitting there saying, oh, this is a good sermon, and I, what time's lunch? Or are you sitting there receiving that impartation, interacting. Lord, I believe I receive. I came here in expectation. I came here to have the river of God feed me, to have that anointing increase me. And that anointing flowing now, I receive it. How did Joshua get there? How did Joshua get to the place where the Lord was talking to him on how to cross the river? How did Joshua get to the place where when he got to the river, he was promoted? Go back to Exodus 33, verse 9 through 11. Exodus 33. This is right about the time where the glory of God was poured out on Moses. And they had what was called a tent of meeting. Verse 9, whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent. The power of God, the anointing of God, the protection of God, the pillar of cloud would stand at the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak with Moses. 
When all the people saw the pillar of the cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would arise and worship each at the entrance of his tent. Verse 11, thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. O oh Lord, while you're present, I will not be absent. Say it with me. Say, Lord, Lord when, you're when you're present, I will not be absent. See, too often we're absent when we should be present. We're not interacting with the Spirit of God. We're not interacting with the Spirit of God. Too often, See, that's why it was okay with America to not even come together and pray and have services last year. Because when we should have been present, we were absent. Because God was willing to be present. But we were not willing to follow his own command that as the days get shorter and shorter, do not forsake the assembly. Don't forsake it. One word preached. One word preached on one day can change your life forever. One word. And yet that anointing was being poured out. But there was one man who wouldn't leave the tent. Uh, even when Moses leaves, I'm staying in the anointing. I'm staying in the place. He became, he, he got to the place where he was present, where God was present. And he understood the anointing. And when it was time for him to cross the river and either be judged or promoted, he wasn't judged. He was promoted. He was promoted. When the Lord has called this church into being, he said, I want to be present in every service that I tell you to have. And we have the option to be absent or present where God told us to be and be present. And we have that ability. But let me just tell you, it's not just being here in the flesh. The question is, how are you drinking? Are you present spiritually? Are you coming in with expectation? Are you coming in to drink of, of the water of God, of the anointing of God, sipping from the river of God? Are you just coming in to check a box? How are you? I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care how many people you prayed for and seen miracles. Our, our being absent or present with God is an ongoing requirement. It's an ongoing humility. Lord, I love you. Lord, I'm here for you. Lord, I'll be here to pray. Lord, I'll be here to worship. Lord, I'll be here to receive. Lord, I'll be here to serve you. Lord, I'll be here to minister to you. I'm not leaving while you're present. I won't be absent. One word preached on one day can change your life forever. One word. And it's not just while it's preaching. It's while the worship's going. It's during the offering time. It's, it's walking in and out of the door. Lord, I'm here for you. I'm yours. Lord, I'm here for you. I'm yours. And, and that anointing while it's flowing, Lord. Oh, Lord, let me learn to yield 
to the flow of the river of God. Let me learn to yield to the Holy Ghost. Let me learn to not think about what other people are thinking about. Lord, let me worship you. Let me go after you with everything that I have. Let me go after you, Lord, even if I feel like junk, even if like Paul and Silas were beaten in the inner dungeon. Lord, we'll praise you. We'll start praising you and worshiping you. And then all of a sudden, the anointing of God and the river of God, it comes down. It shakes that old cell. It shakes that old bondage that you might have been in for years. It shakes that new thing the devil's trying to do. And it breaks every chain off of you because you've learned how to interact. And not only does it break off your chains, but it breaks off the chains of the people around you. It breaks off their chains. It knocks the doors open. They can go out. They're free. They're not bound anymore. All because of one person decided, Lord, I, I want to interact with the river. Last week at the minister's conference for, men, you know, for lead ministers, Brother Tracy said this. He said, you'll either get in the river and separate it or it will separate you. He said, every generation has to decide what to do with the river of God. Every generation has to decide how to handle the anointing. You know, our daughters and son... They, they've been raised up in church. They've been raised up in the anointing of God. But you know, it's coming to time right now. Abigail's about, what is she, about to turn 19. Rachel's 16. Luke's not long from being eight. They're going to have to decide. See, they can't, they can't have my decision only. They have to decide how they're going to interact with the anointing and flow in the river of God. I'd love to be able to make the choice for them. But it's not my choice. Just like it wasn't, it wasn't Elijah's choice for Elisha. It was Elisha's choice to hold on and cross the river with Elijah. I'm going with you into the anointing. I'm going with you to partake of that river. But that river is the river of increase. Every generation has to decide how they're going to partake. Are they going to yield to the anointing of God? Are they going to yield to the river of God? Are they going to humble themselves? Are they going to step over that comfort zone? They have to decide. Every generation. Every generation is going to have friends say, Oh, you go to that, that weird church. Yeah, it is. It is weird. It's weird to the world, but it's normal to God. And he pours out. He does supernatural stuff. Do you realize he's already already relieved over $60,000 worth of debt in, in two months period of time in that church, in that body? Do you realize he's already increased their salaries, 20000 already given them extra bonuses over and above the debt, the debt that's erased over 20000 in two months? Have you heard about the guy who had fibromyalgia? The doctor said you're going to have this for the rest of your life. And have you heard about the, the person that one lady prayed for? The doctor said, I can't heal you. But then she prayed. She's not even a pastor. She's just a grandma. Prayed for a co-worker. Healed. Yeah, it may look, it may look weird to the flesh and peculiar and, and foolish. But God's moving in his supernatural power, in his anointing. And yeah, your friends might not understand it. That's where you have to decide, how am I going to interact with the river? How am I going to interact with that anointing? I've heard so many times stories of how people were out 
on the floor in the glory of God, in the river of God. And it's there that the Lord gave them the idea for a worldwide ministry. It's there God gave them the idea for a business in the millions. It's there because the Spirit of God is a spirit of increase. But in order to have that increase, we must get in the Spirit's river. We must interact and drink of it properly. We can't always be about ourselves. See, all the people that went down and all they were about was themselves to drink water. They weren't about God. They weren't about a mission. They weren't about other stuff. They were just about themselves. Oh, goodness, dunk my head in there. I'm so thirsty. And they interacted just for themselves. See, if your vision for your company or your vision for your finances is not in the vision of the kingdom of God to advance and win souls and make disciples, there's no flow of anointing into your business. There's no flow of anointing into your finance because the anointing only comes from God. How do you interact with them? Are your finances, are you praying for them to be blessed for you? Are you praying for them to be blessed for God. How are you connected? What kind of vision do you have? It's how we interact with the river. The river. The river. It judges. It promotes. And it blesses. I want want to show you something. You know, two ways that the river blesses. I'm sure we could come up with a lot of them, but just listen to this. You know why cities used to build on waterways around the coast and around rivers? Because one, there was water to drink. That water helped food to be there. There was life there, and it was trade routes. So the water represented the life. You know how Egypt became so so big and so powerful? It's because they had the Nile. That's one of the major reasons why they became so powerful. The other thing is this. Well, I'll go into that in a second. Let me show you this. When you get around the river, what happens? This picture that we're about to put up is a population chart. It shows it by counties. You can go ahead and put that up whenever you have it. I want you to look at this picture, and I want you to see. I think 90% of the United States population is based right around water. I mean, look at this. The darker it is, the more populous it is. You see how it's all around the water? And if you look down that middle side on the right, you see how that whole side is kind of flooded with population? Let me show you this. We know that there's water on the, on the coast. Let me show you the map of the rivers. Look at that. Why is the population there? Because the life is there. There's life by the river of God. There's life by the river. God gave us these earthly things to also understand the spiritual things. There's life by the flowing waters. There's life by the flowing anointing of God. He's the spirit of increase. The river judges us. It promotes us and it blesses us. Look at Psalms 1-3. He will be like a tree. Firmly planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. How many people want your life not to wither ever? 
Oh, glory to God. Its leaf doesn't wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. How many people, you don't want your, you want to produce fruit? You don't want to wither? And whatever you do, you want it to prosper. Be planted by the river. Be planted in the anointed. Be planted in the spirit of increase. Be planted in the spirit of increase. Be planted in the spirit of increase. Hallelujah. Another way that the river blesses. Let's look at this verse. Isaiah 32, 20 in the Amplified. It'll help you to see what's happening. Happy and fortunate are you who cast your seed upon all waters where the river overflows its banks. For the seed will sink into the mud, and when the waters subside, the plant will spring up, and you will find it after many days and reap an abundant harvest. You who safely send forth the ox and the donkey to range freely. Now I want you to see this. Here's what would happen. When they would release seed into the river, that river would then take it downstream and it would overflow the banks and the seed would find the fertile soil. And all of a sudden, these people were not, they were not stationary. They were a nomad people. And they would just travel down the river. And watch this, they'd release seed into the river, release seed into the anointing. And then wherever they were going, they'd go down through time, they would go down the river, all of a sudden they'd find crops in harvest. They, the harvest would come up right there. It, the river would bless them. They'd release seed into the anointing. They'd give themselves into the river of God. They'd give themselves into the anointing of God. Lord, I'm yours. I'm planted. Like Luke 16 says, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it will not produce. Lord, I'm yours. I plant myself. I kill all my vision. I give myself to your vision, Lord. I'm yours. I'm in you. Lord, I plant myself as a seed in Jesus' name. Let me be a harvest to the people around me. Let the Holy Ghost and the kingdom come up like a flood there. And Lord, let there be the workers. They said, look, you'll, you'll be able to let the, the ox and the donkey, they'll be ready to go. They'll be ready to harvest. Lord, plant me in your river. Let me cast myself into the anointing of God so that in my future I will be a harvest. Bring in the river. Bring in the anointing. Bring in the life of God. Winning souls and making disciples. Lord, plant myself in the anointing so that when my co-worker needs healing. I'm carrying something from the river. I'm carrying something from a spirit of increase. I'm carrying something. I'm bringing the fullness of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is a spirit of increase. And this is your year of increase. It's your year of increase. It's your year of increase. You're, we're planning ourselves. Just join with me right now with your heart. Lord, we're planning ourselves into your anointing in the Holy Ghost to be a harvest for your kingdom. We're seeking you and your kingdom and to do what's right and to walk in our righteousness through Christ first. We're seeking your kingdom first. And Lord, you'll add everything we need. You'll increase. You'll overflow the banks. 
You'll bring in the harvest. It'll be waiting on us. It'll be right there. We'll just go by and pick it up. We'll do our job. We'll go where you tell us to go. We'll be present where you want us to be present. We will not be absent. And the spirit of increase will bring life to the full till it overflows. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Sit right there. Put your hand where you need to. You know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Father. Put both hands. In Jesus' name, the anointing and river of God. Thank you, Father, for your anointing. Thank you, Lord, for that increase. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, we plant ourselves by the river. We plant ourselves. You can go ahead and get some music going. Hallelujah. I'm just going to minister. Hallelujah. We're planting ourselves in the river. In the river. We're drinking from the river. The spirit of increase. There's a spirit of increase. This is your year of increase. (laughs) Yeah, glory. Hallelujah. It's a year of increase. It's a year of increase. It's a year. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A year of increase. A year, a year of increase. It's your year of increase. Hallelujah. So Nicola Boso. Yeah, glory. It's your year of increase. <laughs> and a year of overflow. Overflowing your, your, the banks of your life. It'll overflow out of you. That Holy Ghost will flow up and out of you. Up and out of you. Up and out of you. Everywhere you go, you're called to overflow. Everywhere you go, you're called to overflow. <laughs> a year of increase. A year of increase. <laughs> oh, glory. Put your hands there. Oh, a year of increase, overflow, year of overflow, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, a year of increase, a year of increase in Jesus' name, a year of increase, ha 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 a year of increase in the flow. Yeah, that anointing flowing through you now in Jesus' name. It's doing what it needs to do. It's, it's fixing what needs to be fixed. Thank you. It's setting up what needs to be set up. Hold your hands like a cup. Oh, Lord. Overflow is life. Overflow is finances. There it is, that anointing now. Overflow in Jesus' name. It's overflowing. Things will be different from this day forward in the name of Jesus. And overflow. Whoo! Hallelujah. Yeah, glory. And overflow. <laughs> and overflow. Yeah, glory. And anointing. And these hands will never be empty. Thank you, Father. An overflow, an increase of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
If you want me to pray for you, based off of what I just preached, I invite you to go up now. I'm coming right up. Ha ha, Lord, I need increase. I want to flow in the Holy Ghost. I want to flow by the river of God. I want to be judged righteous by it, not unrighteous. Lord, I want an overflow. An increase in Jesus' name. An increase in Jesus' name. Put your hand on your knee. Soho to Koromoso. Ha ha. The increase. Hochi Kalate. Yeah. Woo. The increase. The increase. Hallelujah. The increase. Harako. Yeah. He's doing it. He's doing it. Thank you, Lord. The increase. Y'all hold hands. There you go. The increase, Lord. Lord, open up vision. I ask you for a word of new vision, expanded vision, over and above everything they've ever seen. Lord, let it be increased in Jesus' name. Lord, if they can get that vision and that word from you, all provision is in it. Lord, let them get that word of vision. Let them see it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory. Glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Lord, let your river change the course of his life. Let your river and your anointing change and move him. Let your river overflow his life with goodness in the name of Jesus. Let it change things forever in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Siva Kodomost. The river. Present at the river. Present at the river. Thank you, Lord. Present. Thank you, Lord. Present. When I lay hands on you and anoint you, you just receive right then everything that you need. I'm going to anoint you with oil, a symbol of the presence of the Spirit of God. Anointing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father, for your anointing. Raise your hands. Just say, Lord, I ask you, let me interact with your river, with your anointing, with the spirit of increase. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Yeah, spirit of increase, be manifest. Yeah, increase. 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 Lord, let that river, let it wash away every bit of trash, every bit of trash. Yeah, glory. 
Glory. Yeah. Say it with me. No more. No more curse. No more lack. In any area. In the name of Jesus. Increase. Raise your hands. Just say, Lord, I receive from you everything I need. Increase, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yeah, increase. 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 God, the old state. Felt that. Increase. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hey, what's your name? Alice, not Brian. So nice to meet you. Here, pray with me real quick, if you would. Thank you, Lord. That anointing's going to hit your body now. Then I'm going to just say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. I'll do everything you tell me to do. I believe you died for me. And you raised me up. You've saved me. I'm in your family. You're the director of my life. I'm going after you. I won't be after me. And you'll take care of me. Just like you're taking care of me this morning. Say, fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire to live the way you want me to live. Now let that anointing touch your body right now. Just seeing you walk, it seems like you've got some stuff that's been wrong in your body. All right, right now, when I lay hands on you, you're already feeling his anointing in you might feel like power or electricity I'm not sure what it feels like you feel that no not yet well you're about to amen <laughs> you're going to receive if he pours it out you're going to receive it it's, so it's flowing in you now in the name of Jesus river of God touch him Holy Ghost that spirit of increase flow bring peace that passes understanding now in Jesus name thank you for your anointing Hope from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. So they call it a cotomosable. Yeah, I speak peace. Yeah, see there? You feel that? Yeah, amen. Point where it's been hurting. Okay, all right. You just stand there. Keep your hand there. Right now, anointing of God and spirit of increase. Heal that hip. And heal that back now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your increase and your wholeness. Body, in the name of Jesus, be whole in everything that the devil has tried to hold in your body. Loose your grip and be removed now. Healing, wholeness be in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to stand there and straighten up actively straighten up even you can do this the guy's right behind you so you're not going to fall okay here raise your arms with me thank you Lord ah. yeah healing come now yeah there's the peace of God thank you Lord now stretch as high as you can I'm not thank you Lord stretch as high as you can Whoo! could you do that before if you did it hurt <laughs> Now, body be well now in Jesus' name. 
Lord, thank you for healing her body. Now put your arms down. Now do it one more time. As high as you can. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord, for healing me and making me whole. Whole glory to God. Yeah, glory. Yeah, peace be in that body right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Just breathe in. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Do you receive that? Do you receive his help? Amen. Glory to God. As you walk back to your seat, you're going to notice it was easier than walking up here. Okay? If it does, I want you to tell me afterwards, all right? You're probably already feeling better. I would imagine. Yeah. You are? <laughs> I thought you couldn't feel it earlier. <laughs> now you're feeling it. Was I lying about the Lord who loves you? <laughs> no, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sufrika. Wholeness, Lord, in Jesus' name. Wholeness. Hufrika. Spirit of increase be in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So did it called the Nicolosity. Increase. In Jesus' name. Just the beginning. This year, just the beginning. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. Oh, just the beginning. Oh, just the beginning. And it's already been good. Just the beginning. Oh, glory. Glory. <laughs> Your increase. Your increase. He'll give you an ear to hear him like you've never heard him before. So Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. I see him crowning your life with his love like this. Not trying to be funny. I see him crowning your life with his love. And as he speaks to you, and you know it's him, and you step out in obedience and willingness, you'll eat the good of the land. Oh, you've not seen it yet, but you're about to. Oh, you'll eat the good of the land. Increase. So Yeah, Increase. Increase. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Increase. 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 This afternoon at 4 p.m. at the Holy Spirit service, I'll give you the second half of that message. Whoo. Uh, you know, I came out here with expectation thinking I was going to preach it all this morning. You know how that goes. Whoo. <laughs> Holy Ghost, the spirit of increase. Let's learn how to drink from the river of God. Let's let it judge us righteous. When we come out, we're judged righteous, not unrighteous. And the increase will start to flow in our lives. The increase of God will start to flow in our lives. The in increase. Oh, we'll plant ourselves in the anointing of the Lord. In the Spirit of God, we'll plant ourselves in the anointing of God. We'll plant ourselves in that anointing. 
all of a sudden will go down following the flow of the river, come up right in the place of harvest. Come here, George. Come up right in the place of harvest. Oh, yeah. It's a year increase. It's a year increase. I see a year of humility and hunger like you've never had as an adult. You give yourself to it and watch the increase that comes out of it. A year of humility and hunger. Lord, I'm yours. I'm done with all the old. I'm yours like I've never been before. And watch the increase. Plant yourself in that anointing. All of a sudden, you'll find yourself standing on fertile ground. And the harvest will be all around you. And it'll be your harvest for the glory of God. And increase. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Increase in Jesus' name. Increase. Yeah. They got, they got him. Y'all come here. Hallelujah. Isn't that convenient? Glory to God. Mr. Emmanuel being more, more, Lord, more increase. More increase, more increase. Lord, show them how to walk in it. Walk in the abundance for every good work. Let them walk in your anointing. Let them walk in your anointing. Now listen to me. You, you've now been here long enough to see how how that anointing will flow into your life and like you were so ready to receive it, you needed it, especially when you first got here, you needed it, you wanted it and everything. Then you go a little bit down the road and uh, a lot of times we won't pay attention to it quite as much. We won't be as hungry for it and the devil throws stuff at us and he'll speak stuff to us and he does it to everybody including me. I have to, I have to watch it a lot, even now. I have to watch it a lot, make sure that I'm not becoming familiar with the river but I'm honoring it. I'm honoring the anointing. I'm honoring the planting. And a lot of times he'll try to get you off. If you stay hungry and humble for the spirit of the Lord, Lord, I need you. I got to have you. I want you. I can't live without you, Lord. I give myself to you. I'm not going to think and be entangled in all the worldly things. I'm going to entangle myself in you. Lord, I need you. I got to have you. You can see how things can get... Uh, they can get set to the side and, and one day you esteem them, the next day you don't in, in this environment of a fleshly world. But if you will say, I'm not going to be that way. Lord, I'm going to honor the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to honor your river. He will anoint your lives and anoint your children. That first verse I read, He wants to increase you more and more, you and your children. Godfrey. Increase in Jesus' name. Increase, 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 increase in Jesus' name. Ha ha de Hold on, pick her up. Put your hands on your belly. Increase in Jesus' name. Increase. Thank you, Father, for increase in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 So Increase. Increase. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. You receive? Did you drink from the river today? 
It's a year of increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Barrett, come on up here and dismiss. And For those that want to, for Nicole's birthday, she loves seafood, so we're going to go to Blue Bay and eat afterwards. If you would like to join us, you're welcome to. And um, we praise God for you. Go ahead. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is our year of increase. This is our year of increase. Father, we thank you for it. Thank you, God. Lord, we leave here today. <laughs> Stink, Kevin.